Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to episode 5 of Live Laugh Lou. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to episode 5 of Live Laugh Lou. Uh, awesome. Um, I'm still sick, by the way. So, you know, it is what it is. Using the quote from last week to push through. And your boy pushes through because your boy's tough, you know. And I don't get sick often, which pisses me off because I'm sick now. And I don't get sick often. Like, the last time I was sick was... When I had COVID last summer, I was fucking bedridden for three days. But we don't bitch. But we don't bitch. I don't bitch. Okay? That's... I don't bitch. You know? I don't bitch. But, yeah, I'm still fucking sick. I'm so pissed off about it. So, if, you know, I cough again, I'm sorry. And we almost made it through the last episode without coughing one time. But then I coughed 43 minutes in. So cool. Awesome. Love to see it. And, you know, I honestly didn't even feel like filming this one. I didn't even feel like doing this one. But you know what? We pushed through because we got to do what we got to do. You know, it's our livelihood. Um, because I'm feeling so lethargic. I don't feel like doing anything. I just wanted to sit and watch TV all day long today. But we pushed through. And you know why? Because yesterday, I got a lovely gift from somebody. And it was a pack of six coasters. Amazing gift. Um, Obviously, it's someone who knows me. And thank you so much. But it says, Live Laugh Lou. Heard you needed some coasters. Enjoy. From a fan. Uh... Yeah, we love you. Uh, we appreciate you. So thank you so much for that. And I'm an, I, I'm using one right now for my water bottle. Make me wet. That's what that one says. Yeah, funny coasters. This one says drinks are on me because <laughs> it's going on the coaster. Don't fuck up my table. That's a great one. Love that one. Please don't fuck up my table. <laughs> and I already have marks on this wood table. From not using a fucking coaster, and I'm pissed about it. But that's all right. Uh, what the fuck? Use a coaster, and then in parentheses down there it says, "Please, amazing coaster." Love that one. Um, sorry, so loud on my glass table. Be considerate, bitches. Yeah, damn straight. This is a glass table. This is for high class people only. Uh, you're welcome, asshole. <laughs> These coasters are great, so whoever sent them, thank you. I appreciate you. Like, that's so that's so freaking thoughtful, man. Like, that's so awesome. Like, even if it was, you know, I don't know. Whoever it was, that's just so thoughtful, and that's so kind. And we ought to do more things like that for other people, man. Like, last night, I got back from Nashville, and I'll talk about my Nashville trip. But last night I got back from Nashville with this package at my doorstep and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't order anything. But I opened it up 
and boom, six coasters, and that message was on there. And I was like, damn, that's a cool feeling. It's a cool feeling, incredible feeling. And uh, it just made me happy. And I... I want to thank that person who sent them, and I hope it made them happy, making me happy. And I bet it did. And that's the greatest part about spreading the love. We got to spread the love. We got to spread the joy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, that really, uh, you know, that picked my head up a little bit because I'm fucking sick and tired of being sick. I'll tell you what. I was in Nashville all weekend, and I was... I was sick the whole damn time. So I was trying I was trying so hard to fucking push through and just go out and hang out with my friends and you know uh and guess what? We pushed through because I'm not bitch. I'm not bitch. And uh the first night I stayed in though cuz I was not feeling that. Um but that's all right. Um went out the next two nights. And that was awesome. Nashville's a great city. It They party all day long. It's probably almost identical to Miami, which is crazy, dude, because I wake up at 10 and I already see people out drinking and I'm like, that's crazy. And I see people and we had this great view in the hotel of like Broadway Street. And, uh, you know, I wake up at 10 a.m., I look out the window, and there's, you know, walk of shames. It's amazing. We love it. We love to see it. That's so funny. But, um, yeah, Nashville was pretty cool. Like, I, I love the city. And, uh, like, so many people will just talk to you randomly, too. Like, you know, it's not, like, fast-paced or anything. It's just, like, chill. Everybody's chilling. Everybody's just trying to have a good time. But that makes sense. It's Nashville. You're just chilling. Um, and the live bands there. The live bands there are so good. Playing at, the, playing at the bars and shit. The live bands there are so good. It's insane. And um, yeah, I had a really great time there. Other than my sickness, you know, I I went through the whole box of tissues that they had there. So you're welcome. And they didn't refill them. Apparently, you got to request housekeeping now. How bullshit is that? How bullshit is that? COVID changed everything, dude. They're like, fuck this. We're going to make them request it now. What? Come on. Whatever. Thank you for the coasters. That's great. I love it. Uh, Yeah. That was awesome. And yeah. I went into the, I was so sick, actually, the one night, I, I was so sick the one night, I was out, I was out with my, I was out with my friend, and, you know, all of a sudden, my vision starts going weird, and I'm like, okay, why are my eyes doing this, it was like blur, it was like blurry almost, and like, in like my peripherals, and then I could see a little bit, and then it was blurry again on the inside, it was the weirdest thing, but then I, I was like, okay, I gotta go home, it was like, it was like 12, 1230 maybe. I don't know. And I go home and there's fucking like goop coming out of my eyes. I'm like, what the hell is happening, dude? I And like I couldn't fucking see. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. I was freaking out. I thought I was going to go to the ER. I thought I was about to go blind. And that's my biggest fear is going blind because being blind would suck. 
If I'm blind, put me out. Pull the plug. Pull the plug. Don't even worry about me. Just pull the plug. I will accept it. Okay? No worries. Just pull the plug. Um, yeah. It was a great time. We went to the Country Music Hall of Fame, which was... Which was cool. It was cool, but I didn't know like half the people there, but except, uh, you know, a couple people. Uh, Reba McIntyre, Country Hall of Fame, baby. Reba. Reba. Love Reba. I fucking love Reba. And and the show. She made my roots a planet in the past. Though my life is changing fast. Who I am is who I want to be. Love that song. Love that freaking intro man i'm a survivor yeah um it's a good time it was a good time there i had a good time other than being sick and then oh yeah so then i wouldn't end up ended up going to the minute clinic at a cvs in nashville and you know i was chatting with the doctor with the rn or whatever that was on on the case, on the case there in Nashville. Oh yeah. Also, look at this. Sh- look at this shirt, Nashville. And if you're just listening, I'm sorry. You should go look at my shirt. It's pretty sick. And yeah, I went to the Minute Clinic, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna set you up, set you up with some antibiotics." And that was that. She didn't even really tell me what I had. She just said, "Yeah, it's probably a sinus infection." I was like, okay, probably. How sure are we? Like, okay. Uh, what about strep? She was like, do you want to test for COVID? I'm like, no. It's not COVID. COVID didn't get me. COVID didn't give me a fucking stuffy nose. Man. She said, as soon as I walked in, she said, oh boy. And I said, oh God. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Uh, she, yeah, she was talking about a trip to Cancun most of the time. And I was like, hey, I'm I'm here to talk about my health. So can we talk about my health first? And then we can talk about your Cancun trip. I, you know, she's like, my brother's wedding was there. And it was such a good time. But there was a hurricane. Then she goes on about the hurricane. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. What was my temperature? You didn't even tell me. Come on. But she was cool. She was a cool lady. She was a nice lady. I mean, it's Nashville. I mean, she knows I was she knows I was there for vacation and fucking she probably thinks I was just partying too hard. But I'm like, no, dude, I've been sick for a week and a half now. Last episode, I was sick. Yeah. So, yeah, she hooked up. She hooked me up with some antibiotics. And. We love the antibiotics. And your boy used to not be a pill taker, but he's a pill taker now. He ain't no bitch. He ain't no bitch. I take pills. I take big ones, too. I'll tell you what. A pill is about the size of, let's see. You know how you make your, you know how you bend your finger and, like, that's how you measure an inch? Like, that's how big the pill is. It's probably about an inch long, and your boy takes that. (laughs) Yeah, I take that shit. And I take it like a champ. And, yeah. 
So I'm still sick, so sorry about it, guys. And I didn't feel like doing this podcast, but we push through. We push through. And there was something else I wanted to say, but I forget what I was going to say. Well, it'll come back to me later, and it's going to seem random. Oh, I know what it was. We have to address the elephant in the room. Okay, let's all address the elephant in the room. No, I did not do my hair. My hair just looks this good all the time. I came out of the shower, went like this with my towel, scrubbed it, made it, made it, you know, drier. And then it looks like this. I know. I'm sorry. But, you know, it's, I try, I try to, I try to make it look bad, but it just, just can't, you know, it looks good all the time. It's crazy. But anyways, um, quote of the week is believe, you know, we all got to believe, man. I believe in belief. And I just think if you believe something so strongly that it'll happen for you. And I believe that if you believe in something so strongly that that thing is real and now I'm not talking about believing in ghosts because if you believe in ghosts you're freaking weirdo okay ghosts aren't real aliens are real ghosts no ghosts are not real but that's a that's the thing I be, believing just belief just believe, man. Believe everything's going to work out. Believe everything uh, will work out for you. Rom communism, that's what they call it uh, in Ted Lasso. Uh, he's, he says everything will work out the way you want it to. It may not be the – or everything will work out. It may not be the way you want it to. It may not be – the way that you saw it happening, but everything will work out exactly the way it's supposed to. And that is why we believe, because everything will work out in the end, no problem. Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. Okay? I promise you, just believe. Just believe. And here, here you know what? I'll play a clip. I'll play a clip from Ted Lasso for... <laughs> If you've watched Ted Lasso, man, what a show. What a show. It it immediately creeped into one of my favorite shows of all time. It's it's incredible. It makes you feel, it makes you laugh, it makes you cry. It's amazing. It's an amazing show. And Jason Sudeikis and Brendan Hunt and Brett Goldstein, they created this show. Uh well, it was just it was just Jason Sudeikis and um Brendan Hunt, but they created the show, and boy, is it good. Wow, it's amazing. And, yeah, let me show you a clip here. Because it's a great clip. Okay. All right now, fellas. Hey, let's focus up, huh? So I've been hearing this phrase y'all got over here that I ain't too crazy about. <laughs> it's the hope that kills you. Come on. Y'all know that? 
Yeah, we know it. I disagree, you know? I think it's the lack of hope that comes and gets you. See, I believe in hope. I believe in belief. Yeah. Now, where I'm from, we got a saying too. Yeah? It's a question, actually. Do you believe in miracles? Now, I don't need y'all to answer that question for me. But I do want you to answer that question for yourselves. Right now. Do you believe in miracles? And if you do, then I want y'all to circle up with me right now. Come on, let's go. Get him in here. All right, Captain, let him know. Oh, yeah. So that's his pregame speech for one of the games. And, man, just believing is just... Just believing is so important. I, I think it's so important in everyday life. Having faith, having hope, I just think that almost gets me through days that are really hard, you know? Just having that belief that everything's going to work out and man it's just it can it can take you it can take you farther than you think you know and and i don't think most people know that and whatever it is you want to believe in you know go for it fucking believe in it be passionate about it cuz it's gonna take you farther i guarantee because believing is fantastic and it almost it almost kind of makes you like want to work harder and also it makes you it also makes it also helps settle your mind you know cuz like when you're believing when you're when you're going about everyday life and you're passionate about something you're passionate about career you're passionate about love you're passionate about sports whatever it is that will drive you through life like believing believing in whatever you want to believe in like that will drive you through life in my opinion maybe not you know maybe not all the way you know cuz you know i don't know there's also a great qu- a great quote from uh modern family um let me see if i can pull it up but there's there's a quote about dreamers and realists too Dreamers and realists, modern family. Um, you know, because we got a dream. I, and I think we need more dreamers in this world. And, you know, the realists are good too. I think they're, I think they're good people too. But I just think dreamers, man, dreamers believe. They believe in, in where they want to go and what they want to do. There are dreamers and there are realists in this world. You'd think the dreamers would find the dreamers and the realists would find the realists. But more often than not, the opposite is true. See, the dreamers need the realists to keep them from soaring too close to the sun. And that right there is a great quote. And maybe we all do need a realist. Maybe we, maybe we all do need a realist in this world. But man, dream big. 
Dream big, believe in it, and don't stop believing in it, and be passionate about it. You'll get there. I promise you. Yeah. So Ted Lasso, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, that show is amazing, and it's not fucking cheesy at all. So, yeah, fucking go watch that show. But anyways, uh, what I wanted to talk about was kind of uh, relationships and friendships, kind of for this episode. Not to get too serious, but, you know, sometimes we have to because, you know, sometimes we got to live. We got we to gotta work on living better, you know. There was another quote I saw. There's another quote I saw this week. And it was like, true growth is when you're sick of your own shit. (gasps) Boom. That fucking is a bomb dropper. And you can interpret that how you want. But it's great. I love that quote. And relationships. Relationships are hard. I think early, I think earlier on in my podcast, I said, you know, relationships are 50-50 and relationships and sometimes it'll be 80-20, sometimes it'll be 70-30, but I am, I feel like I'm wrong about that. I feel like in hindsight, looking back on it, I don't think that's how it works. I think that, I think that it should be 100-100. You know, I think that everybody, if you're in a relationship with somebody, I think that it should be 100-100. You know, because you are giving 100% of yourself and they have to give 100% of themselves. You got to give them everything, everything you can. And I think that's how a relationship would work. And I think that's how a relationship will work. And, And that's, you know, I don't, looking back on it, I don't think 50 50 50 50 will work. You know, only giving 50% of yourself and, and, I don't know. That just didn't make sense to me. I think it's got to be 100-100, right? Because you got to give 100% of yourself so they can give 100% of themselves. So that's what I think it should be, 100-100. But, um, yeah, I think my tips on having a healthy relationship, if my tips on having a healthy relationship are, are, are kind of pretty simple. Uh, and this is relationships, not friendships. I'll get to friendships later on. But I think that communication, talk with each other, that's one of the main things. It's essential to all healthy relationships. And you really got to take the time to listen to them. You really got you to you really make time for them. I mean, if you love them, you're going to make time for them. So that's what you do. And, you know, generally, genuinely listen and ask questions and, and you know, share information about yourself too, you know. And communication is obviously one of the biggest things to have in a relationship. Uh, I think being being flexible and dependable is is good to have because you got to be dependable you got to be there you know if you're never there they're like (coughs) (coughs) damn so close 
We were 24 minutes in that time. I fucking jinxed it. I jinxed it. Um, yeah, anyways. Be dependable and flexible. Um, yeah, like, de- like you got to be dependable. Like, if your partner needs to come to you, you got to be there for him. Um, and I think... And I think that's pretty strong I think that's a pretty strong trait to have uh, be dependable because if you're always there I mean they're going to keep coming to you and that's not a bad thing I think that's a good thing and if you're there for someone that's awesome so yeah be dependable and also be flexible you know it's it's unnatural it's it's natural I mean it's natural to feel you know uneasy about change but I think I think we have to learn to embrace change and embrace embrace change in healthy relationships. And whatever that may be, change change happens and you got to embrace it and you know, you still got to be flexible and you got to be flexible and you got to work with it and you got to work with the other person if you want it to work out, to work it out. That's that. Um, I think taking care of yourself is a big one. You got to take care of yourself too. You know, if you don't, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of another person, in my opinion. You know, if you don't, if you don't, I'm not sure about this, but a lot of people say if you don't love yourself, you can't love someone else. And I'm not sure about that. But I wish I wish I knew the answer because I'm not quite sure. And I think and I think that that's not true because I think it's easy. If it's the right person, I think it's easy to love someone else, even if you don't love yourself. Now I'm not saying now I'm not saying like that relationship will work out because you still got to love yourself in order to be secure in that relationship. So you still got to be able to love yourself. In order to grow that love, in order to help that love grow into something amazing, you know, because if you never, if you never love yourself, I guess that could make things hard because you could, you know, feel insecure and, you know, anxieties could build up and all that could, you know, end up being toxic or it could just not end up good for you or for the other person. And so we got to stay healthy, you know, we got to take care of ourselves too, you know, if, if if we need to get some help, get some help, man, it's okay, we all need it, well, maybe not everybody, um, does money buy happiness, absolutely, yes, <laughs> what, yes, of course, no, I'm just kidding, uh, well, no, I mean, kinda, I mean, yeah, I think it would, if, Ah, I don't know. That's tough because depends on what I have with that money, you know? So it depends on if I have the love of my life with that money, then yeah, money's going to make me happy. Or if I'm lonely and alone, then nah, that money will just be there. But then I can buy cool cars and then I can buy a cool house. But that's only for a little bit of time. But, you know... If I had a cool movie theater in my house, I think that would be sick. 
But anyways, I got off track there. Taking care of yourself. Take care of yourself, too. That's one of the things I think you should do in, in a healthy relationship. Uh, another one, I guess. Uh, I guess express your feelings. Um, now that's kind of in the communication. That's kind of in that. Um, kind of in that section. Uh, I'd say. I'd say argue respectfully, because. You know, if you're in a relationship, you're going to argue. You're going to disagree on some things. I say argue respectfully. Uh, try not to let anger feed into you, into that into that conversation. Because some things you can't unsay. And I've been... I've been... I'm trying to think of the word. But I've done this before. I've let anger get into those... Get into those fights, and you can't unsay the things that you say, and that kind of sucks because you don't mean it, but you're just angry. So I'd say maybe, you know, argue respectfully. You know, try to understand from the other person's point of view. And, you know, just say, you know, I felt this way when this happened and not you did this and you did that. You know, it's just little things like that. Um. And I and, and take responsibility for your mistakes. You know, I'm all for that. You know, I make that's how I learn. I make a lot of mistakes, you know? So, you know. And problems aren't easily solved either. So it's it's not gonna be easy. Some of them some of them can never be resolved. We you got you're different people, you got your values, beliefs habits, personalities, and they may not always align, but, you know, communication helps with that and kind of, and I guess kind of compromise on something that can help you guys both get through it, and I think that would be a good thing, you know, I'm no love doctor, <laughs> obviously, um, but yeah, it's a process, you know. It's a process communicating and being in a relationship and trying to make it work. It's a process. You just got to let it do its thing. You just got to be the best version of you and take care of that other person. Take care of yourself and be yourself too. That's my, I think that's probably my last, my last tip maybe. I think I, you just got to be yourself, man. It's much easier and more fun to be authentic than to put on some fake personality to just win over some girl that you just like the idea of. You know, so be yourself. Just be you. They're going to love you for you. That's why we have friends. You know? They love you for you. That's why friends are great. Right? And friends are the best thing in the world so don't ever if you have a great friend hang on to him and you know i was looking i was looking at some of you know because philosophers talked a lot about this and i was reading up 
on boring philosophy. Holy crap. Fall asleep basically every time I fucking looked it up and read shit. So boring. Philosophy. I'm lying. I'm lying. Sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes it's boring, yes. Sometimes it's interesting, though. But they also use words that are way out of way way out of my grammar grammar layer you know like the ozone layer my grammar layer is tiny you know i can't like one of the philosophers used antipathy and an, antipathy antipathy maybe is that how you say it i don't know but he used that word and i had to look it up but now i know what it means so that's cool uh, I should look up how to say it, actually. I would use that word, you know? But actually, I guess philosophy is a good way to learn, you know? It it really is. And But anyways, friendships, you know, a, a lot of philosophers talked about friendships. And it's, and it's crazy how much, like, philosophers just, how deep they went into their mind, you know? How deep they went into their feelings, their heart. And... They put it on paper. And I wonder if I wonder if like people at the time were like, This is nonsense. What does this mean? <laughs> like, right? <laughs> like they write like the philosophers are writing these books and the people reading them are like, What the fuck does this mean? What the fuck does this mean, Kobe Bryant? Oh yeah. Little off topic, but by the way, I saw a speed limit sign that said twenty four on it in Nashville legit nobody painted over it or nobody painted over a five or anything it was legit 24 speed limit what why I don't get that I don't get it but anyways yeah I uh yeah I wonder how guys come up with the speed limits that's weird, but yeah, uh, philosophers went deep into went deep into pretty much everything. I mean, they dug deep into life, they dug deep into relationships, friendships, you know, school, whatever, whatever you could think of. I mean, they dug they dug into it. So if 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 you're interested in that shit, go fucking read some Nietzsche or some Socrates or, or whoever. It doesn't even matter. Just go read this shit, but. Apparently, there's like three types of friendships. There's friends for pleasure, social bonds that are established to enjoy one's spare time, such as friends for sports or hobbies, friends for dining or for parties. And that rhymed. Holy shit. He rhymed and he probably didn't even know it. But guess what? He's a fucking poet, dude. He's a fucking philosopher. That shit's on lock. He'd be rhyming every day out here. I guarantee it. What if these philosophers were like the what if these philosophers were like rapping back then but it didn't catch on yet? Friends for pleasure, social bonds that are established to enjoy one's spare time, such as friends for sports or hobbies, friends for dining or for parties. Right? He could rap that shit. <laughs> uh 
Friends for Benefit, all bonds for which cultivation is primarily motivated by work-related reasons or by civic duties, such as being friends with your colleagues and neighbors. That's cool. Friends with my neighbors. I haven't seen the one neighbor across the hall ever. I don't think they ever opened their door. I'm not sure. Uh, and there's true friends. True friendship and true friends are what Aristotle explains are mirrors to each other and a single soul and a single soul dwelling in two bodies. True friends, baby. We love true friends. We also love our other friends because, you know, they're still friends too. Maybe not on the true friend level, but they can get to the true friend level, right? I mean, if they if they if they love you for who you are, and you're being yourself, then they can get to the true friend level. You just got to keep building that friendship, you know. But true friends, man, if you have a true friend and they fit your personality and shit, and they, dude, my my mind is moving so slowly. It's like. It's incredible. I can't. I I can only think. You know how sometimes you're thinking and you're like, it com it comes like, several thoughts at a time. Only one thought for me. Only one thought. That's it. It's one sentence. That's it. And then it's out there. Out there. Out there. And. Like, see, I can't even think of the next sentence that I want to say because my brain is working so slowly because I want to lay down and fucking chill out the rest of the day. And I can't wait to do that. But we push through. Sorry, microphone. I just bumped my microphone for all those listening. Um, But if you have a true friend, dude, I have, I have some true friends. I have true friends, dude, and they are awesome. And, you know, if your circle's small, your circle's small. That's all right. That's okay, man. That means they're the real ones. And, yeah, there's other friends for pleasure. There's other friends for benefit. Like your colleagues and, you know, all that stuff. And, oh, my goodness, I can't speak. Holy shit. But yeah, true friends, they're amazing. They love you for who you are. They dude, they'll drop they'll drop anything for you to help you out. They'll help you out. And the best part about it is there was another philosopher quote. I didn't get it, but uh there was a quote where like you don't even have to be you don't even have to be nice to them. Like like friends will be friends just because they love who you are. And you can joke around with them all the time. And sometimes that's true friendship. And for me, you know, I joke around with all my friend, all joke around with all my friends. And you know, I have this one true friendship where I, I, I well, I have I have a couple true friendships, but there's this one true friendship that I talk that I talk seriously with, and then I can also joke around. It's it's just the best, and you know. That friendship is amazing, and I will always try to hold up my side of the friendship. And a question I like to ask myself is, what am I doing for this friendship? You know, am I enough for this friendship? Is there anything I can do more for this friendship? 
And if the answer is yes, then go for it. Fucking change and fucking be better. And if the answer is no, then fucking keep doing you, being yourself. But also, if you just be yourself, that friend will accept you for who you are and will love you for who you are and will be your true friend anyway because that's what they do. And in poverty and other misfortunes of life, true friends are a sure refuge. The young, they keep out of mischief. To the old, they are comfort and aid in their weakness. And those in the prime of life, they incite to noble deeds. Oh, yeah. You know, because we... <laughs> you know, friendships evolve, too. And, you know, that's just... In the prime of life right now, this is where the true friendships are amazing. So, you know, stick with those friends. If you got them, stick with those fucking friends. I'm telling you, they're the best. Uh, yeah, and I was going to give you tips on having a healthy friendship, but fucking be yourself. That's it. Just fucking be yourself. You know, and of course... If your friend needs anything, fucking be there for him, dude. I would drop anything for any one of my friends, to be honest. You know? But, yeah, man. Friendships, relationships, they're awesome. Let's keep them around. I guess I'm going to answer some questions now. I got some questions. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I answered that one. I answered that one. I answered that one. I answered that one. Name one or a couple of your friends that you don't talk to as much anymore but have fond memories of. Uh, one I don't talk to as much is uh, my good friend Klein. I don't talk to him as much anymore. But the other day, dude, he just called me. Just to, just to chat with me for a little. And that was awesome. And I love the guy. And, you know, I have a bunch of fond memories of him. I mean, we go back to seventh grade basketball. And, yeah, man, such good times. That's where, I mean, he I, he took me to a couple Penn State games too. And his stepdad and his mom are awesome people. And uh, whenever I see him, it's a great time whenever I see his stepdad and mom. It's a great time. They're awesome, amazing people. And there are some extremely hilarious memories from the Penn State games. And you kind of had to be there. So sorry about it. Sorry about it. And, yeah. And there's a ton of good memories from uh, eighth grade basketball year. I mean, he. I mean, his stepdad gave me my nickname, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabash. You know, that's my nickname. And, and yeah. So I have a ton of fond memories there. I have a ton of I have a ton of friends that I have fond memories of, but that's the first one that came into my mind. Um, but he's a good friend. I'll I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him when I talk to him, and it's always a good time. And, you know, there's a lot of friends from uh, high school basketball that I had good times with, but I don't talk to much anymore, or if at all. Uh, there's a couple from SCAD. Uh, one of the, one of my good buddies, Ford Williams, uh, he's 
he was one of my good buddies on my scab basketball team and there was a video that came up the other day on one of my snap memories and I sent it to him and we just had a good conversation just catching up and it's just an awesome video it uh I'll put it up right here or right there wherever and it's a great video you know it just I was so happy to see the guy whenever he walked into the gym and no I'm not gay for him but I promise you I'll talk like I'll act like I'm gay for him because it may seem like that but I love the guy I have so many good memories with him like after we <laughs> there was one time after we lost the championship and <laughs> and he didn't want to leave the gym because he was he was upset that we lost and uh, he was crawling How you on the after floor. losing a championship I, I have a video of that too crawling on the floor and he was like tossing Damn it. shoes he was like no <laughs> it was really funny uh, I have a ton of good memories of that dude and I love that guy and yeah and, and, and that's why I thought of him because recently I just had a chat with him again and because I sent him the video and it was awesome and his reaction was awesome ah oh, love that guy um yeah so that's that um, if Jerry Seinfeld as a B came to you and started chatting you up, would you follow the plot of the B movie or would you change your B love interest destiny? <laughs> and, <laughs> and B love interest is in quotations. If you needed to know that. Well, so I have to, so, okay. So I'm still me. So many questions. So I'm still me, but he's still the B. So I'm at, so I'm like the lady in that situation now. Also, a B with a human doesn't make any fucking sense at all. That movie has so many flaws. So many flaws. The number one flaw is that Jerry Seinfeld's in it. He's not funny at all. And that's very controversial. But Jerry Seinfeld's not funny. Seinfeld's not funny. You know what's funnier? Curb Your Enthusiasm. You know what's funnier than Seinfeld? Every other show that's ever existed. You know what's funnier than Seinfeld? Fart noises in a classroom. Anything's funnier than Seinfeld. It doesn't take much to be... Dude, I tried watching that show. It's just not funny. Just, Just not funny. But... Yeah, so many questions. Would I follow the plot of the B-movie or would you change your B-love interest destiny? Well, so I have to fall in love with this B or I can change my B-love interest? Well, I'd obviously change it because I'm not going to fall in love with a B. Unless unless you're saying, do I have to fall in love with a B? Because if I have to fall in love with a B, I'll probably fall in love with a B that, you know, has a girl voice and it's like a sexy voice, you know what I'm saying? Like if... (laughs) <laughs> right because <laughs> it's a b if i have to fall in love with a b she's got to have like a sexy voice or something right uh yeah how would they how would they have sex also why also why would a human ever fall in love with a b that's so weird dude so weird would never happen ever. Uh yeah, that's that's that. And I guess I have time for one more. 
Need some advice on how to get more friends. Whoa, that's a good one. I'll tell you what. I was thinking about this the other day because I was like, you know what? I have, I I have good friends uh, in Pennsylvania. I have I have a good friend here, and you know, but but you know, I I want to I want to make more friends. You know, build more connections around here. Not and not just for not just for work or building my build up, building up my name around here, but also, you know, having a friend here to go golfing with. I, you know, I, I, I made one of those friends in my basketball league. But, you know, joining rec league, that's always good. You meet people there. I joined the basketball league. I met people there. Uh, one of them is kind of my friend. We don't talk that much, but we're going to do another basketball league together in the future. So, and he said he wants to go golfing with me, so that's cool. But joining rec league, you know, that's always good if you're into sports. Uh... Fucking if you're in an apartment complex, like put up signs, put up signs and fucking host a party. Just host a party in your apartment. Have people come over, have people have some drinks, meet new people. People can bring their friends. Dude, easy, easy friendships. You're giving them liquor. You're giving them beer. You're giving them food. It's a party, man. Of course, you're going to get some friends that way. But also, if you don't, then go out go out to a bar. I, I mean, this sounds kind of cheesy, but, like, dude, it's like walking up to a girl at a bar. Like, if you see a dude that you think, like, or if this, if this is a guy or a girl, whatever. If you see someone that can be a cool friend, walk up to him and just be like, yo, what's up? I, th- I, I wouldn't know what to say because, you know, but, like, like, if they had a cool shirt on, or if they had like six shoes, I'd be like, yo, six shoes, where'd you get them? And spark a conversation from there. Uh, or, you know, cool shirt. Yo, cool shirt, bro. Where you from? Like it's like like it's easy. Like I made I made friends at at a Nashville bar. Like these these guys are just these guys like there's a stage at this one bar. There was like this stage that you could get up on and dance. And I got up with these guys were already up there and I got up with these guys randomly. I saw an opening and I was like, I'm going to get up there. And I got up there and I just made friends for that whole entire night. Like there were three dudes there and, uh, I only got one of their names, but still like, you know, if, if I wanted, if I wanted to know their names, you just ask him, ask him for it. Uh, well, I, I know the one dude's name Noah, but that's just cause they were, that's cause just, that's cause we were giving him shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- those, those three dudes are cool. You just walk up to them. Like if you're at a bar and there's dancing, dude, just start dancing with them and like fucking sing along with them. And that shit's man, that shit, that shit's awesome. And like, then I hung out with them the rest of the night and it was fucking fun as hell. So fucking do that. Uh, if you're younger, if you're younger out of high school, uh, go. I'm trying to think. If you're in high school, I guess if I guess if there's someone in your, if you're in high school, I guess if there's someone in your grade, and you and you wanna, 
and you want to be friends with someone new, just fucking start talking to them and, you know, get to know them. And maybe they'll have your sense of humor and maybe it'll work out, maybe it won't, but at least you tried, right? And, yeah, you know, if, yeah, and if you're over 21, go to a bar and just go fucking link up with some dudes and, or, or some ladies, whatever, or they, thems, whatever, whatever you guys want to do. Don't fucking cancel me, please. Uh, Dudes, ladies, they, thems, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. I don't give a fuck. Just fucking don't cancel me for it. I don't care what you do with yourself. Just don't cancel me for it. Uh. But yeah, go up to whoever it is and fucking chat them up. Fucking make friends. Ask them their name. Say, where are you from? It'll spark a conversation. It'll get things going. If they're a cool person, they're a cool person. If not, then you fucking try. Then you do it again the next day if you want. You know? So that's that. Uh, I guess uh, that's enough of that. And now we got to see uh, what the hell is happening we got to see what the hell's going on in the fucking world. Uh, oh, I know what. We're going to tee it off one last time. Oh, yeah. We're going to tee it off one last time. Uh, we're on the 18th green. So it's the last time I'm going to talk about it. But Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard, baby. <laughs> Woohoo, Johnny! Johnny wins, baby. We win. We win. If you were on Amber Heard's side, get get the fuck out of here. No, you weren't. Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. Let's see. Johnny Depp de- dedicates first TikTok to unwavering supporters. Thank you, Johnny Depp. Uh, let's see. Oh, he joined TikTok. Oh, Johnny Depp joined TikTok after the fucking win. Wow, how bad is that? <laughs> and he was welcomed by nearly 4 million followers. And remember how I said last week he had like 8 billion or 15 billion uh, hashtags on Justice for Johnny Depp. And she had 8 million. Get over yourself, Amber Heard. If you were on Amber Heard's side, no, you weren't. If you are on Amber Heard's side... Come on. No, you weren't. But, yeah. Uh, let me look up. I think he won 15 million plots career. Johnny Depp plots career revival after court win against Amber Heard. Let's go, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is the fucking man, dude. How could you hate that guy? I mean, maybe there's some truth to what she was saying, but I doubt it. She looked like a liar. She looked like a manipulative bitch. But, you know, there could be. Uh, We never know. We'll never know unless we're them. And he won $15 million. And the jury... Whoa, $10 million? Oh, the jury awarded Depp $10 million and compensatory damages and five million in punitive damages in his defamation suit okay gotcha so 50 million total 
Wow, get burned. Heard had countersued for $100 million and said she was only ever violent with Depp in self-defense or defense of her younger sister. Get the fuck out of here, dude. The jury awarded Heard $2 million <laughs> in compensatory damages, but $0 in punitive damages. <laughs> in your face, Amber Heard. Let's go Johnny Depp, dude. Johnny motherfucking Depp, dude. Let's go. Obviously, she was lying, dude. He's sitting there so fucking chill about it. He don't give a shit about nothing, dude. He don't give a fuck about nothing, bro. He's clean. He's cleaner than... I can't think right now. I can't even make a joke out of it. Ugh, my brain... I can't even think right now. I can't even make a joke out of it. But I wish I could... And so this seems like go Johnny Depp. We're in. We're all in for you. We're all in on Johnny Depp. And that's, you know, we wanted this, and I'm so glad we got it. So let's fucking go. At uh, let's fucking go, dude. And hell no, nah, been waiting too long. Uh, let's go Johnny Depp. And we won. We did it. We did it. We're on Johnny Depp's side. We all were. Clearly, 15 billion versus 8 million on the hashtag. Come on. Come on. 8 million. Yeah, I said. I said million with an M. <laughs> 8 million's a joke to 15 billion. Yeah, billion with B. 8 million. <laughs> That's a fucking joke, dude. But, anyways, go Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp won. That's the last time I'll be talking about Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. So we did it. What the hell is happening? What the hell is going on? We're still... I mean, we're on Johnny Depp's side. So, you know, we'll try to figure out what the hell's going on next week, too. And the week after that, and the week after that, and the week after that, and the week after that. Because we're all in. But, hey, guys, keep sharing the podcast. Keep sharing it with other people. Uh, I'm glad you guys like it. Uh... Keep going to those Google Forms and keep asking me questions. Keep asking me for advice, whatever you want. And, yeah, that's we're going to keep cruising along. This was Episode 5 of Live, Laugh, Lil. And we're so happy to be here. And we had to push through this episode because we got body aches. We got a stuffy nose. We got a headache. And we got a sore throat. But we pushed through because, because your boy is tough, right? Your boy's tough. So, yeah, we pushed through. And that's that. So, and sorry about the sniffles too. I know I probably had that earlier. I'm not going to blow my nose on screen or in audio. So that's that. And fuck sickness. If you're ever sick, tell the sickness to go fuck itself. Because fuck sickness, it's so bullshit, dude. It, dude, it like, it like annihilates you for a little bit. It's so fucking bullshit, dude. But whatever. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube, subscribe to this podcast, uh, comment, like, whatever. Uh, thanks for listening. If you listen, we appreciate you. Uh, thanks to whoever sent the coasters. You're amazing. You're a lovely person and we love you. And yeah, come back again for episode six and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace. Don't forget to believe. <laughs>